Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 76, and I'm drinking Shanky's Whip. With each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I chose to feature Shanky's Whip for this episode because it intrigued me when it showed up in my social media feeds. And seeing it available for purchase on the shelves of my local liquor store, I had to get a bottle. I then reached out to the spirits maker, and my thanks to both the founder and CEO of Bigger & Leith, the parent company that makes Shanky's Whip, Elwyn Gladstone, for engaging with me and then putting me in touch with Dylan Bayer, who heads up marketing and operations for Lafayette USA, the U.S. importer and distributor, for taking time to speak with me, giving me the whole story that I can then share with you, my listeners. So the bottle I have for the tasting is Shanky's Whip, 750 milliliters. It is 35% alcohol by volume, making it 66 proof, and it retails, for me, I paid $28 for this bottle. And what is Shanky's Whip in the first place? Well, it's an Irish whiskey-based liqueur. The bottle is rather squat and cylindrical. It's reminiscent of an old-style British or Irish milk or cream bottle, I'm told. I had to look this up online because my recollection of what an old-style glass milk bottle looks like does not look like a Shanky's Whip bottle. But looking at what they had in the UK, this is indeed in line with that. It's reminiscent of it. Shanky's Whip also is in bespoke glass. It is a custom mold just for them. It's heavy duty with significant embossing on it. Most notably, Ireland in all capital letters is on the shoulder right above the label. Plus, Shanky and Shireman, the company that was set up to create Shanky's Whip, is below the label at the bottom. On the back of the bottle is the Shanky and Shireman crest or coat of arms, which features an ostrich from the neck up holding a horseshoe in its beak, the horseshoe being upright like a capital letter U for good luck. If the horseshoe was pointing down, the luck would spill out. This same detail is also embossed on the bottom of the bottle, and it's printed in white on the black cap. Both places also feature the text, Fine Irish Spirits. And while the glass itself is very nice, what made me pick up the bottle and take notice was the label. And there's a tale to be told about the label. It's printed on an antique-looking, slightly yellowed paper, and the colors are predominantly yellow, red, and blue. The words Shanky's Whip are in white, or rather the paper color, in a red banner along the top. And balancing this at the bottom is Made in Ireland. And in the middle of the label, Shanky himself and his whip. It's a man riding in a two-wheeled cart that's harnessed to an ostrich running at full stride, and the jockey, the man in the cart, holds the reins in one hand and a whip mid-crack in the other. There are other details like large text that reads trademark in two rows and black smooth Irish along the bottom. The text, always one to buck the trend, is at the far right of the label. Far left reads, bottled and blended in Ireland. There is more to the story of the label, but first, let's drink. And I'll admit that I've opened the bottle already while I was conducting an interview for this episode, so you won't get me struggling with shrink wrap or my first impressions, but we'll give it a pour nonetheless. Let's open it up. Little screw top comes off. 
As always, I have a clean Glen Karen glass. It's a whiskey nosing glass, ideal for tasting spirits neat. And neat is how I try all spirits on liquor and liqueur connoisseur. Neat is straight out of the bottle at room temperature, not diluted, not chilled. Here we go. Color is what you notice. You see it through the clear glass. It is a chocolate brown. It's reminiscent almost of a stout beer. It's whiskey-based, but it does not have the golden color of whiskey. Along the edge where the light hits the surface of the liquid in the glass, you do pick up some different color notes, but it's pretty dark. The liquid coats the inside of the glass ever so slightly. It's got light alcohol tears or legs that come down as you swirl it. But on the nose, it's got a strong vanilla creaminess to it. It really is vanilla forward. I catch just ever so slight whiskey undertones underneath. A hint of creaminess to it. Maybe some toffee or caramel-esque, but it's vanilla forward. It's quite good. Even just opening the bottle, you get a whiff of it coming out. It's, um, it's got a strong nose. Now let's go for a taste. Mm. It's sweet, but not cloying. So it's not syrupy. Vanilla forward, but there's a creaminess to it and vanilla can taste creamy. It's very smooth. As the bottle says, it is smooth. You definitely feel the heat and you get that whiskey, that Irish whiskey flavor coming through kind of in the undertone. So it's a nice combination of some ethanol heat, the whiskey punch with the smooth vanilla and a little caramel toffiness flavors. Let's have another taste. I'll say Shanky's Whip is not overly complex. It's a fairly consistent flavor throughout across the palate. The finish is very similar to the initial taste and the, the mid palate and the sides of my tongue. I don't really get like a stringency or a bitterness throughout. It's, it's consistent and indeed smooth. You can feel the heat. You know you drink an Irish whiskey, I guess, which is point. It's balanced with a strong vanilla and creaminess with some toffee. So let's talk history. Shanky's Whip is a new product. It's just in its launch phase at the time of this recording, but it comes from a company that has a track record of innovation and quality, Vigor and Leith. It's parent company, and they're rolling out a number of diverse spirits that fill niches in the drinks business. Shanky's Whip is a great example of this. It's fun. It's Irish, and aiming for a market segment between Irish whiskey and flavored products. Think of brands like Fireball, which is cinnamon-flavored whiskey, or Screwball, which is peanut butter-flavored whiskey, or something even like Jägermeister that I covered back in episode 71. Shanky's Whip was conceived as an Irish whiskey-based liqueur, of which there aren't very many. So the liquid proposition, if you will, was to take Irish whiskey and borrow something from the flavored space to create something new. They thought a lot about different flavors, and vanilla with caramel and cream all made a lot of sense for combining with Irish whiskey. They also looked to the association of Ireland and stout beer as inspiration. 
both the color and the flavor of stout. Guinness, of course, being from Ireland, is near black in color with a creamy head of foam on it. So in developing Shanky's Whip, they hope to capture some of that essence of stout and perhaps make a spirits version of it. So the brand had formulated a liquid product using these very Irish influences combined with complementary flavors, and they had arrived at a flavor for the liqueur. But it didn't become Shanky's Whip until they gave it a name and a backstory. In coming up with the name, Bigger and Leith based it on an old piece of Irish folklore they'd heard drifting about in the trade, retold over a dram or a pint. So the truth of the man Shanky may be nothing more than simple folklore. But the story goes, Shanky was a man skilled at two things, racing horses and making whiskey. He'd win many races, but celebrate a little too much with the fruits of his other passion, the whiskey. And in so doing, he got himself banned from racing horses. So with a little Irish ingenuity and finding a loophole, Shanky returns to the track with an ostrich to race. He declares it's not a horse. Shanky's ostrich is named Shooter, by the way. This theme is where Shanky's whip picks up their tagline of Always One to Buck the Trend. Thus, the depiction of Shanky with his whip harness racing an ostrich on the label is told by this little folklore backstory. And looking into the era that Shanky harkens back to, the brand is conjuring up an image of the 1920s, so a century ago. I looked into ostrich racing as a sport, and while you may find the occasional ostrich racing today at perhaps a state fair, vintage ostrich racing is definitely something that was done even at the end of the 1800s. Usually this was done as harness racing, where a small cart is pulled behind the bird, but also with jockeys just riding atop the powerful birds hanging on. I couldn't find specific information about Irish ostrich racing that was of the era of Shanky's Whip, but I did discover reference to ostrich racing being more than a passing fad in parts of Florida, USA, in the first half of the 20th century. As for the actual label style, Shanky's Whip borrows heavily from vintage matchbox artwork. A hundred years ago, a much higher percentage of the population smoked, and though the cigarette lighter actually predates the invention of the modern-day friction match, which is Swedish in origin, matches were a very popular and common item in bars, hotels, restaurants, and elsewhere. They were used, much as they are today, for promotional purposes, as well as simply having interesting current event type images printed on their boxes. A large match producer based in Dublin, Ireland, named Maguire and Patterson, was making matches and putting them in match boxes since 1882. So Shanky's Whip, the liqueur brand, found inspiration in this style of vintage matchbox artwork. As I pride myself on being well-researched for this podcast, I did find the matchbox upon which Shanky's was based. And to my surprise, that box reads, Made in Kobe, Japan. Of course, the matches in that vintage box were of Japanese manufacture, and this liqueur is of Irish origin. I will include a link to the vintage matchbox art in show notes. All in all, Shanky's Whip has a fun brand, and I think the flavor of the product aligns well with it. The Shanky's website is an extension of the label motif, and there's a great video telling the Shanky's story as well. So now on to how it's made. Shanky's Whip, the brand, doesn't make any bones about the fact that they're not distilling the product. They set out to create the flavor and the brand, but they are sourcing very Irish ingredients. 
save for the exotic like vanilla. It's made in County Cavan in Ireland. Shanky's has a base of three different spirits, the first of which is Irish Pot Still Whiskey. The brand won't disclose which distillery or distilleries they're sourcing from, but they do have connections in the spirits business and they're able to buy pot still whiskey for Shanky's. To this, they're blending Irish grain whiskey and then spirits distilled from whey. This last part is important because it helps tie the Irishness of the product together as well as have an impact on the flavor profile. As I mentioned back in episode 69 on Bailey's Irish Cream, Ireland is known for dairy products, and so there's a lot of whey available. And part of this makes its way to a still for a whey-based spirit. Whey, when distilled, can leave a bit of creaminess in the finished product, and this undertone of creaminess helps the flavor of Shanky's and imparts part of that smoothness as well. To the blend of whiskeys and spirits, Shanky's is adding vanilla and caramel, plus some other natural flavors to give it that smooth, creamy, vanilla flavor punctuated by whiskey. There is no dairy in the product, and part of the goal in creation of the liqueur was to give it a long shelf life with a viscosity similar to that of whiskey, i.e. it's not thick or syrupy. Once blended, it's brought to a moderate and rather sessionable 33% ABV and bottled pretty much straight away. There's no extra aging or resting period to marry the flavors. It's ready once properly blended. And into the unique bottle it goes and off to waiting customers. Shanky's currently bottles in a 750 milliliter, plus they have a 50 milliliter miniature, which is in the same style as the full-size bottle. So you get that bespoke glass, the label, it's quite nice. So now on to cocktails and consumption. Shanky's Whip really has been designed to be something that is really fun and great to drink in an on-premise environment, meaning out at a bar or restaurant. It's also great for home use, but they really were aiming, like I said at the beginning, to slot the product in an Irish whiskey flavored product, akin to how you might consume Jägermeister, Screwball, Fireball, one of those uh, products where you might be doing shots in a bar, it might be mixed in a simple cocktail. And for mixability in cocktails, it really is best suited in a kind of a one-to-one ratio or a simple highball. So you have Shanky's with a mixer. It goes quite good with root beer, actually. It gives it a root beer floatiness with the creaminess and the vanilla flavor of the spirit and root beer makes it great. Also goes well with cola. A chilled shot is also a recommended serve. So in summary, what do I think of Shanky's Whip? I'll be honest, I love the branding. That's why I picked it up in the first place. It's a great looking bottle. I like that it's bespoke glass. That's one of the things I think that's important. Consumers, they buy as much with their eyes as they do with their palate. And so what's going to induce trial is seeing an interesting bottle, picking it up, giving it a try. The flavor is also really good. It is very vanilla forward for me, but the, I guess the brand promise that's printed on the bottle of being black, which the color is essentially black, smooth, it is very smooth, and Irish, they're true. It's an easy drinking liqueur. You almost could be tempted to drink a bit too much because it goes down really smoothly, but at 33% ABV, It's not so potent that it's going to really limit you too much. Obviously, you can't drink to excess because even a low-proof spirit consumed in large quantities 
is going to get you drunk. But at 33% ABV, you can actually enjoy it. It's not like it's barrel proof. so strong it just burns. You can feel the Irish whiskey bit of it. I like the whey spirit. That's a nice touch. It gives it a good, you know, like I said, Irish connection. And I think it gives a little smoothness, creaminess to the overall flavor when you're drinking it. It's a good bottle to add to your collection. Keep it on the bar. It doesn't really align with other flavors. It's almost a little bit like Captain Morgan's spiced rum because the predominant note on Captain Morgan's is vanilla. But that burns a bit more, honestly, than Shanky's. Shanky's is just, it's familiar, but it doesn't really taste like another product you're going to have. So if you have the chance, pick it up. It's available throughout the U.S., most of the U.K., likely in Europe as well. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Do tell your friends. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can find the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Ask Alexa. If you listen to podcasts, I strive to be there. The show is also on social media, Facebook and Instagram, occasionally Twitter. I love hearing from my listeners, so if there's a spirit you'd like me to feature in an upcoming episode, please do reach out. And as always, thank you for listening.